Hello and welcome to You Got This, a podcast about teaching, learning, community, conversation, and your digital life, made for everyone at Thompson Rivers University. I'm your host, Brenna Clark Gray, Coordinator of Educational Technologies, and this podcast is a project of your friends over at Learning Technology and Innovation. We're housed within open learning, but we support the whole campus community. I record this podcast in Tecumlupste Sequetum within the unceded traditional lands of Sequetum Ulu, where I hope to learn and grow in community with all of you. And I'm back from a really long hiatus. Oh, sorry about that. I was having a conversation with a colleague yesterday, and they were like, wow, this podcast comes out weekly. And I was like, well, I take breaks sometimes. <laughs> like when I'm having a breakdown. No, just kidding. But it has been a bit of a slog this year. As listeners probably know, there have been a few hiatuses, hiati, <laughs> this year. The loss of my dad in October and an extended break at Christmas to spend time with my mom means that uh, I've been away from my desk a lot. And then when I got back, our house got hit with RSV. So that was two weeks of uh, interestingness. <laughs> and um, I just got, I got so far behind and I backburnered the podcast for a little bit. But my friends, I have missed you. So let's get into it. It's TPC week. Woohoo! <laughs> it is Teaching Practices Colloquium, and I am excited that I could come back with an episode for today. I was worried I wouldn't pull it together. I was worried I wouldn't have folks send in their blurbs. Thank you so much to all the TPC participants who decided to reach out and submit something. It makes a world of difference to the show to have your contributions. So thank you so much for that. For those of you who are not part of the TRU community or who are new to TRU, Tuesday of Reading Week, every year we hold our Teaching Practices Colloquium. This is an opportunity for us to come together and talk about issues of teaching and learning, and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to find out what folks are doing. Oftentimes, I realize that I don't know <laughs> what my colleagues get up to, and it's great to have the experience of, of having those conversations. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I'm up to at the TPC, and I'm going to share with you some clips that folks have sent in about their own contributions. I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone, honestly. As you all know, face-to-face, -face, not my favorite modality. Uh, you know, I have a bit of a face for radio. That doesn't mean that I'm a totally asocial animal. I really am looking forward to getting together and talking, teaching, and learning with all of you. So I thought today I might start by telling you what I'm up to at the TPC. You know, like, you know how I like to subtly underplay <laughs> my presence? Uh, so I'm, I'm doing a, a paper and a panel and a poster, uh, the three Ps. So my colleagues in LTI, Jamie Drazda, Brad Forsyth, Melanie Latham, John Fulton, we've put together this suite of programming for the summer that we're really, really excited about called the Inclusive Digital Design Course. This is an opportunity to talk about accessibility and inclusive access to your course materials while also learning to design for the web a bit better. So we'll be talking Moodle, we'll be talking video, we'll be talking WordPress, and it's an asynchronous course that you'll be able to do on your own time 
with some like live check-ins and opportunities to get help and feedback. And, you know, there's a little credential at the end to say that you've completed our course in inclusive digital design. It's going to be offered in the spring, but at the TPC, we've got a poster where you can check out our offerings. We've got a little handout you can take away with you so you remember. And it's just a way to get you kind of interested and excited. I'm particularly stoked about this programming, not just because I care about accessibility, which you all know that I do, but also because one of the things that I think is really useful or timely about this programming is that it intersects both with the ministry's new initiative around digital learning strategies. So like, how do we make better online learning experiences for students is kind of a piece of that. And also provinces is moving towards a more substantive push for inclusivity and accessibility in our classrooms. And this programming also responds to that need. I'm also doing a panel discussion. So my colleague Marie Bartlett and I, we are the current chair and vice chair of the Open Education Working Group. And together with Ken Monroe, who's the past chair of that group, we've put together a little panel to talk about what open publishing can look like at TRU now and into the future. So some of you may be familiar with a granting program that we used to have called the OERDG, the Open Education Resource Development Grant. It was a really good program and it's unfortunately no longer funded. And so Marie and I have been working hard at putting together a proposal for what comes next. And we want to present our ideas for that to you and also sort of talk about what needs to happen in this bridging space between a program that was working pretty well, but is no longer funded and what we hope to do next. So we've got some great experts coming to join us, people who have worked both on the side of supporting the development of OER and folks who have created their own OER. And I think it'll be a really useful discussion. And then finally, I'm giving a paper, one that emerges right out of the Digital Detox stuff of the last month. I can't believe the Digital Detox has been put to bed for another year. So the paper presentation session is called uh, The Robots Are Coming, Artificial Intelligence and the Education Revolution. And so it's really a bit of a synopsis or a condensing of what I talked about in the Digital Detox this year. So what are the opportunities that AI provides? What do we need to be concerned about? And how can we best make sure that we are responding appropriately, reasonably to this particular moment in technological change? Obviously, I'm going to have a strong perspective on the ethics of using AI, but also lots of practical advice about how to manage this moment in your classroom. I think it will complement very nicely the fact that Sarah Eaton is joining us as the keynote this year. Sarah is an expert in educational ethics and academic integrity. And I know she's looking ahead to the question of AI and it's sort of a changing world as well. So I'm eager to hear her thoughts on that. So that's me, <laughs> slightly overexposed as per usual. But what else is going to be at the TPC? What are our colleagues doing? Let's have a listen to some of the great submissions that I got for people talking about their work. I'm going to start today with my colleague here at LTI, Melanie Latham. Hi, everyone. My name is Melanie Latham, and I'm a coordinator of Educational Technologies, part of the Learning Technology team here at TRU. The title of my session is Optimizing the Organization of a Moodle Course, and it begins at 1.20 right after lunch. During this 40-minute session, I'll be challenging you to think about how your Moodle course is organized and what that may mean for the student experience. Join me to explore some introductory organizational practices that will help students efficiently and effectively navigate your Moodle course. Some topics we'll explore are course structure, course content, and assessments. Another session I'm part of is a poster presentation with a few of my colleagues from the Learning Technology team. 
We are showcasing a new program we are developing that will be ready in May and is a great PD opportunity if you're interested in inclusive digital design. You will find us in the atrium during the breaks. I hope you'll join myself and my team at these sessions. Thanks so much for that, Melanie. Uh, so you can find Melanie's session from 120 to 250, and um, you will also find my paper in that session, my one about robots. So it's good, good pairing, good pairing. Thanks, Melanie. Next up, let's hear from Ben Mitchell. Students are workers, and the conditions of faculty and staff are reflected in the conditions of students themselves. In the context of disability, human resources and accessibility services both tend to focus on legal compliance and limiting institutional liability, not systemic change or the rights of the marginalized. They exist to control access to the perceived scarce resources of accommodations. But if students were really getting what they needed structurally, they wouldn't have to go through an accommodations process. It would just be a given of how teaching and learning were done. The neoliberal capture of higher education is only intensifying, and so, well, the reality is not going to change anytime soon. So then the question becomes, well, what can be done until the revolution comes? In this talk, I reflect on the relational nature of teaching in the context of neurodivergence, both inside and outside the classroom. Given how many faculty and staff have justifiably felt the need to hide their disabilities, this robs neurodivergent students of the ability to imagine possible futures for themselves and be in educational spaces where their needs are understood by people who share some of those needs. Using several examples of my own work with students at TRU and some recent scholarship on accommodations and neurodiversity, I argue that we can't just focus on the corporate narratives of good grades and jobs to motivate students. I mean, that's basically just a veiled threat no matter how you spin it, but instead on interest-driven human connections. This is doubly so for neurodivergent students, who often have a much harder time with extrinsic motivation than their neurotypical counterparts. We need to be people our students want to learn with and are in community with and speak to their interests and needs. My name is Dr. Ben Mitchell from the library, and my talk is called Neurodiverging Inside and Outside the Classroom. Intrinsic Motivation, Representation, and Community Supports from 10.20 to 11.10 a.m. online and in Old Main 3632 at this year's Teaching Practices Colloquium. I hope to see you there. Thanks so much for that, Ben. And of course, you can find Ben's session at 10.20 a.m. And I'm pretty sure I'm moderating that session, so I am looking forward to that one as well. Next up, let's hear from David Carter and Jason Johnston. Hi there, I'm David Carter. I am an assistant teaching professor in the Tourism Management Department. I'm Jason Johnston. I'm also an assistant teaching professor in the Tourism Management Department. Our topic title is Indigenous Tourism Growth and its Connection to Decolonizing Education. And it is a hybrid session at 1.20 in the afternoon, but the room is Old Main 3612. So we're going to be talking about Indigenous tourism and some of the things that our department is working on right now. Indigenous Tourism is one of the fastest growing sectors within the tourism industry. We're going to be looking at indigenizing and decolonizing content, which will create a more aware and informed workforce, while increasing opportunities for Indigenous students to join this program, uh, as well as being more involved in the industry. We're going to talk about a variety of things from the work that Jason's doing with uh, the Indigenous Tourism Association of Canada to what we're doing with our Indigenous Tourism Certificate right now, and a bit of the process and the sort of uh, guiding principles that we're working on for our our current work with indigenizing and decolonizing the tourism program. So hopefully we'll see you there at the Teaching Practices Colloquium 2023. Thanks. 
Thanks, David. David's session is on opposite Melanie's and mine at 120. Um, it's probably worth hearing though. It sounds like it to me. <laughs> so I won't be mad. <laughs> I won't be mad if you go there. And now let's hear from Harshida Deman. And Harshida's session is at 11.30. I've actually had the pleasure of working on that project just a little tiny bit, and I think you'll learn a lot from that session. So thank you so much to all of our contributors this year. It was later notice of me getting on top of things, so I'm grateful to all of you who were able to submit something. And there are a lot of great papers that didn't get a chance to submit their synopses, so please uh, don't forget to check out the program. I'll link to it in the show notes in case you haven't had a chance to peruse it yet. And whether you were able to submit an audio synopsis for me or not, I'm just really excited to see everybody's work this week at the TPC. All right. Oh, just a reminder, don't forget that the professional development doesn't end with the TPC. We also have PD week this week. I'll include a link in that to the show notes too, but I am actually doing a workshop for PD week as well because... <laughs> You're not sick of me yet, I presume. And so that session is from three until four on the Thursday. And it's a session all about podcasting. Full disclosure, it's the same as last year's session on podcasting. So if you already came to that, awesome. You don't need to do it again. Um, but if you haven't been to that or you have questions about podcasting, just want to know more, it's a great time to come and learn a little bit about uh, what podcasting supports we have here at TRU. And they are plentiful, let me tell you. <laughs> Okay, everybody, this was short and sweet, but it got me back to my microphone. Oh, I've missed you, Yeti. And I'm so, so, so glad to be back to a regular recording schedule. So stay tuned for next week's episode. It's going to be a good one, actually. I don't know if you've heard about some of the reorganization that's been happening around here. I think there'll be a lot of interesting stuff to learn next week. For now, that is it for season three, episode 11 of You Got This. As always, if you want to write to us, you can email me. I'm bgray at tru.ca. And I'm also on Twitter at Brenna C. Gray. In both cases, that's gray with an A. All of our show notes and transcripts are posted at yougotthis.truebox.ca. And of course, you can always comment on individual episodes there. I'm going to leave you today with a tiny teaching tip. And my tiny teaching tip is to take in something fantastic, whether at the TPC or at PD Week or both. There's lots of opportunities this week to learn from your colleagues and share what you know. And I hope that you take advantage of it. I think we're really lucky to have built a community that is so committed to teaching and learning and to doing it in such a collegial way. Um, there's a lot to be frustrated with at the university right now. And I know that a lot of us are feeling really uncertain and a little bit downtrodden about the events that have taken place in the last week. I'm not being intentionally cryptic. You probably know what I'm talking about. It's scary to kind of feel the chill in the air around public participation and discussion and trying to do the right thing. And um, I just, it's a good time to remember that there's a lot of good that happens collegially 
between faculty and staff right here at TRU. And um, it doesn't really matter who's in charge as long as we're working together towards the more important goal. Solidarity now and always. And in that spirit, let's keep taking care of each other as we take care of ourselves. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.